Happy Thursday, everyone. Before I start this show, I want to encourage everyone to head over to my website, IHateGreenBeans.com. I have a pretty fun giveaway going on for the next week. You could win a $50 gift card to Barnes & Noble, an I Hate Green Beans t-shirt, some darling earrings from Flatlands, and all you have to do is take a picture. So check it out. Now let's get down to business. In this episode of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, I'm back with my roommate, Laura, discussing a fun topic. With the onset of Easter this weekend, we decided to share our rising stars with our listeners. We talk about musicians and actors, but we also talk about things and events and beer. Basically, we talk about it if it has risen, just like Jesus. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 45 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. That's right. I'm here with my friend Laura. And we had a great idea. Well, I had a great idea and you just confirmed it Mm -hmm. and affirmed it. For this week's podcast, since Easter is coming up this weekend, we thought, why not we do a podcast about rising stars? That's right. Jesus rises, so do these stars. We think. (laughs) We know Jesus rose. That's a good point. Because we say he is risen. He is risen indeed. Thank you. We're expecting these people to be rising stars. It's true. Okay. And I think the the obvious place to start is the NBC drama Rise, because that's the name of the show. That's exactly right. I mean, a couple weeks ago when we thought of this, we thought, yes, there's that new show that's coming mm-hmm. out. And what's that called? Rise. Rise. And it's the people who did Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. And what else they do? Parenthood? Parenthood. They're on freaking NBC with This Is Us. They're trying to... Oh, and they tell us this is the best new show since This Is Us. Do you believe that? I do not. <laughs> I do not believe that. And you know what? We, we've we watched the first episode. Yeah. We didn't love it. No. I didn't love it. No. Then I said, you know what? We got to give it another try. We do. We, we got to. Because our listeners here today, your listeners can't just... Listen to us only know one episode, so we had yeah. to listen to the second one, watch right. the second one, and we did, yeah. and we didn't get any better. I noticed you checked Instagram a lot during the... I did. <laughs> I did. I, I not only checked Instagram a lot, but oftentimes would say things like, I'm bored, <laughs> or I don't know this music, or what's that musical called again, and why do we care? And you would say things like, this is a little slow, <laughs> Well, episode one, we thought, went very, very fast. There were things they could have unpacked a little bit, but they shoved a lot in. And then episode two, I thought, good Lord, let's get through the scene. But I think where I pause is, I don't believe a high school is going to let the kids do spring awakening. I would agree. Which pretty much is about sex. I had never heard of spring awakening (laughs) until you informed me what it was about. So right there... I'm just already on the bubble going, mm. mm-hmm. now I'm not saying, and this is this is what they say too, we're not going to do Grease again, are we? We did Grease whenever I was in high school. You know this. I was That's right. Best dancer at St. Bernadette's. 
But spring awakening, there ain't no way a high school would be able to no do chance. that. No chance. Now, let's just suspend that for a minute. It's a very good Broadway show that will get you sex and drugs and depression and all the little ways that they can spin out. Wah, wah. <laughs> And we were sad. I was sad. Because mm-hmm. when you watch the show about, and I, I ain't saying this is glee. I didn't want it to be glee. But you kind of want something where you're, yay, and just I'm not. Yeah, even when we watch This Is Us, which is obviously really sad and heavy too, mm-hmm. you watch that and there are still moments you laugh. There are still yes. things you like about it. Yes. There's no, no laughter in Rise. Everybody's heavy. There's heavy. It's I said, What did I say? It's like a wet blanket on everybody. Yes. They talk slow. They move slow. And it's Josh Radner, mm-hmm. who was Ted Mosby in How I Met Your Mother. And that's the other problem that I have is because I don't see how Ted Mosby can have a kid in high school. Yeah. He's he just doesn't. not old enough. And I'm pretty sure they put gray in his hair. I, I agree. I can see that. And I was a I was in theater a lot, and our director never got on the stage and danced with us like Ted does or Lou. That's his right. name's Lou. Which his name shouldn't be Lou oh, either. That's not a great name. I hear it's based on a true story. Oh, okay. So then the I real apologize. guy's name is Lou. Sorry, Lou. All of that to say, not love and rise. However cast is full of rising stars that's a good point case in point the baby avery yes the kid who looks like avery on Grey's anatomy's little brother yes i like him because he's got great skin beautiful eyes beautiful eyes uh-huh. i don't know his name i'm pretty sure the main girl in spring awakening is gonna be a rising star too yeah i like her a lot mm-hmm. too but other than that do you see it making it no i don't either uh-uh. How long do you think they'll give it? I think they're going to push it pretty hard. Yeah. So I think they're going to give it a good solid first season, like mm-hmm. a full first season. Mm-hmm. And then I think it'll kind of peter out. And yeah. No one's going to watch because it. Because This Is Us is over for the year. Well, well, season right now. Have you seen any chatter online or any articles about people talking about whether or not they like it, like other people? Rise? Yes. I think theater people like it. Oh, mm-hmm. like people who grew up in the theater and say, this is it. And this is what we wanted to do. And this is what we'd love to do. And this and oh, and music in the schools, which I all agree with. But I, um, I see Ted Mosby. Mm, I don't think no. they would do Spring Awakenings. They could have done. And it's just um, sad. It's, yeah, it's just depressing. It doesn't make you feel good. I, d- I haven't laughed once. No. Not expecting it to be comedy. Hello, Glee. Not mm. expecting that. No, just a little lightheartedness. Yeah. It's Something not. to kind of get behind. Nothing yeah. there. Nothing there. Mm-mm. Okay, for real. Rising star, who's the first one on your list? Or what is the first thing on your list? Because it doesn't just have to be people. Oh, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go with a person for the okay. first one. Um, the first one are two singers. Okay. Um, and I, so I have Sirius XM radio in mm-hmm. my car. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I listen to the highway. And the highway is a channel. I can't remember what number it is, but... Trust me, if you have Sirius XM, you listen to the highway. Mm-hmm. And you like country music, you listen mm-hmm. to the highway. And um, it's great. And one of the artists that they have on there is called Drake White. And he is awesome. He sings Making Me Look Good Again. Mm-hmm. He's got like this folksy sound to him. He's just great. He's mm-hmm. really good. And you listened to him for the first time yesterday. I did, yesterday. During it a road was trip. a good song. Worn and haggard Weathered and torn Drug through the keyhole of that back door 
bloodshot and red behind these shades I look like hell I've seen better days it is and I just saw him on the interweb and oh, he's you a see good him? guy too he's he looks folksy I think he is folksy. Yeah. I also heard him on an interview. They occasionally do like artists interviews and they the people on Sirius XM do. And they did one the other day and he like can riff, like they can just give you a beat like I'm sure it would be better than that beat. That beat was really bad. I'm not very musical, but imagine with me a beat like uh-huh. there was like a beat and then he just kind of went off and was like it's a friday night and i'm about i got nothing i don't know why i started that i'm sorry i don't know why i did that you can cut that out <laughs> he can improv with his music that's maybe? what i meant that is what i meant right there was he's that he's talented can, he is talented okay i think he's talented and i liked him enough on that interview to make me actually text you and say we should figure out when he's going on tour because we want to see him drake white on it Okay, my first one is the new show, Station 19, which is a spinoff from Grey's Anatomy. Love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm writing for it for Entertainment Weekly, and the way I described it is it's Grey's Anatomy with fire. I think that's great. <laughs> and we, we watched two episodes. We did. the premiere was episodes one and two. And if you know Grey's Anatomy, it's Bailey's husband who Rando went off to be a fireman. And now we know why. It's because there's this other, he's at Seattle Fire and see, instead of Gray Sloan, I always say Seattle Grace. No, I Gray think it's Sloan, Gray Sloan. Memorial. Gray Sloan Memorial okay. Hospital. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't go there anymore, but there's a Meredith Gray and mm-hmm. her name is Herrera. Oh, Andy I like her. Herrera. Andy. And she's got a little bit of love triangle going on. I do love that. Both with very good-looking guys. That's right. So one was a policeman, mm-hmm. one's a fireman. Yeah. Do you have a team you're on? Oh, Team Ryan, policeman. Yes. I'm Team Policeman, too. And who knows? We might have Seattle police coming up, and he can Ooh. spin his own off, I don't too. want him to do that, because I need them to be together to be in love. Then she can go off and start training to be a policeman, like what's-his-name, started training to be a fireman, and then they can go over here and do their own thing. That's so good. I wish people would just kind of stick to their own shows, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I do like a crossover. I do, too. Yeah. We had a Chicago little- Fire, Chicago <laughs> Med. <laughs> I do. Um... It was, I think it was good. I liked it a lot. I'm looking forward to it. I don't currently watch any fire shows, so maybe this is filling my fire show bucket. Do you feel like you could watch Chicago Fire now that you've watched Station 19? So my first reaction is, why would I do that? I got Station 19. But as we will discuss in a future podcast, we watch about 19 medical dramas. That's exactly right. So why not add the Chicago Med to the list? I mean, it's our mantra. You can never have enough medical dramas. No, but fire, I've never watched a fire before. But occasionally the fire guys will come on to Med. Chicago Med and we'll think, ooh. That's cool. They're pretty cute. They are. But man, this was good. And um, it's kind of got strong girl power women, Mm -hmm. which I think is great. And they're going to run the place one day. And so now we're in um, a, a war, if you will, a little competition to see who is going to be the fire captain. So it's our girl, Andy, or love interest. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fire love interest. Fire love interest. Now, in Grey's Anatomy, 
we do horizontal things in the on-call room. In station 19, it's in the hose room. Nice. Not a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) It's a room with hoses in it. Yes. You have to clean these hoses. And then it's like, I guess, where their locker is with all right. of their stuff. So, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's a good place. There's the... I wonder um, if that door locks. I doubt it because the on-call one doesn't need That's a good point. That's just... Mm. I do think it's going to make it for the time being. It's a Shonda Rhimes... Did Shonda Rhimes do this one? Uh-huh. She's a producer of it. She's not writing it, but she's a producer of it. And they give her credit for it. So now Shonda has Grey's, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, this one, and For the People. Right. Which is the new legal one. Yeah. It's not included on our Rising Stars. For purpose. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Shonda. They can't all be winners. Okay, what's your next one? Um, My next one was the other artist. So I said Drake White was my first like highway artist Mm -hmm. from Sirius XM. And my second one is a girl named Carly Pierce. Mm -hmm. And Carly Pierce is awesome. Um, She has a great voice. She's pretty young. Her, the famous song, like her first song that came out was called Every Little Thing. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of a sad song. It was a little bit of a tearjerker, Mm -hmm. but it was like a heartbreak song. Mm -hmm. But I loved it. I thought Mm -hmm. her voice was awesome. So I kind of fell in love with her from that first song. And then the really cool part was that I was in Nashville like two years ago. And at the Grand Ole Opry, I got to see her live at the Grand Ole Opry, which was really cool because she was making her debut there. Mm -hmm. And everyone else was like, who's Carly Pierce? I don't know who Carly Pierce is. And I was like, I do. I'm like her biggest fan. (laughs) You sort of, uh, you're the one who discovered her. Yes. You discovered her like Thomas Rhett. I kind of did. I should tell people that too. And then, you know, the best part? Huh. She's going on tour with Thomas Rhett. Oh, you need to get some kickback from I that. totally agree. Sure. I mean, if I could put them together, please. How old is I know she, talent? if you had to think? Is she in her 20s? I would say 20s. Okay. I would say early 20s. She's okay. pretty young. Um, she also has another song called Hide the Wine, which I like a lot. Um, What's that about? <laughs> it's like a little soulful song. And it's like, it, again, she's got a love interest. And she says basically like she falls back in love with him every time he comes around. Oh. So she hides the wine when he's around. Like, gotcha. She couldn't have the wine because the wine makes her do stupid stuff with him. Oh, okay. So I thought sense? you meant she's hiding that she's whining. No. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, how are we so off here? <laughs> I'm kidding. So wine makes her make poor choices. Yes. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Um, it's a good one though. Awesome. I think she's gonna be great. Have to check her out. Drake White and Carly Pierce, both country music artists. Yes, they're both country. Drake has a little bit of a gospel feel to him. Yeah, and I like that. Carly has a little soul to her voice too. So I like that. Good. I like that a lot. Okay, my what next one is. Uh, I've talked about a wrinkle in time a few times on the podcast. The movie. Didn't love, love, love it, but the main girl really liked her. And I think she is going to be a rising star. Her name is Stormy Reed. She, I did a little research. She was in 12 Years a Slave as a 10-year-old. So she kind of started off in a, you know, great little Academy Award nominated show there. And maybe it won. I don't remember. But she, and she's got in her back pocket Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaley, and Oprah. Wow. So I think she's going to have a pretty good shot if she plays her cards right. I think she's going to go places. 
she's she's good. The other kids are good. The one who played her friend and her brother. Both adorable. I thought the whole entire child cast was wonderful in that show. Didn't love the misses, but loved the rest of them. I think she's a rising star. More than likely, the little brother, whose name is Derek McCabe. Has he been in anything else? No. Not anything big. He'll go places, I'm sure. He was very natural on screen. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was great. I see him being like a Nickelodeon kid or a Disney Channel kid. He has good comedic timing in the movie, so it was good. Yeah. Okay, what else? What is a rising star thing in your world? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This one is a little unconventional, Uh if you will. Sure. Just go with me on this one, okay? I'm going. All right. It's Carbock Beer. Ooh. I know. So Carbock <laughs> Beer is a brewery here in Houston. First of all, I love beer. I love craft breweries. I think they're really great. Now, you might be thinking, you know, is it really a craft brewery? Because didn't Carbock get bought out by a large brewery? And they did. Mm. I still call it a craft brewery. And I think it's just a testament to Anheuser-Busch that they were had so much foresight that they should buy out the small, tiny mm-hmm. brewery. Mm-hmm. So Carbock started here in the Heights in Houston, which is where we live. And it started like in the back, I mean, like in this old warehouse where on Friday nights you could bring your own um, folding chairs up. And for like $10, you could put your folding chairs in the back of this like <laughs> warehouse and food trucks would pull up and literally for like 10 bucks, they would give you like five beers wow. or something crazy like that. And they'd give you a tour of the whole facility. Anyways, it was very endearing to yeah. me because I was like, this is so much fun to like sit on a folding chair, drink these people's beer that they just <laughs> made with their bare hands. Makes you feel like America. Yeah. It just feels good. So it was really fun. Now, um, fast forward then like five years, they become really popular in Houston. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it. They mm-hmm. move into this awesome facility They've got great beer, um, and then Anheuser-Busch realizes they have great beer. Mm-hmm. So Anheuser-Busch is like, hey, we're going to buy them out. They come in and buy them out for like over $100 million. It's right. some like really, really obscene <laughs> amount of money, um, which is great. Then the like unconventional part happens or the controversy happens. So in Houston, all the really like craft brewery snobs kind of said, oh, shun Carbock because mm-hmm. it's no good because they sold out. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them, though. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them because yeah. I think that they, I mean, they it, they really are kind of living out the American dream. Like they yeah. made their own product. They believed in it. They marketed it. And then look at this. Anheuser-Busch allows it to be sold all across the nation, mm-hmm. which is why I think they're a rising star. Okay. Even though they're a part of like this big, huge conglomerate beer making company now. Right. At least. It's still made here in Houston. It's okay. It's so like the staff is still the same. It's still made here in Houston. But I think it's really cool that they're like. Now I think it's going to be rising because now they can be bought all over the country. Can you tell people what craft beer means? How is that different from your regular old Bud Light or your Coors or your Miller? Well, craft beer is like there's different flavors of it. There's different styles of it. It can be brewed in like your own garage if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not like a brewer. Mm-hmm. It's not like back here in the Heights. I'm like <laughs> brewing my own beer. And I'm not, I, and I don't claim to be like, super knowledgeable about Mm -hmm. beer. I just like beer and I think it's cool and I think it's fun that like friends of ours can brew beer. And craft breweries have popped up all over Houston. Okay. I mean, I think all over Texas too. Um, They've, it's just kind of a popular thing to do. So as of right now, somebody right now listening in Pennsylvania can't get Carbock just yet. They might actually be able to get Carbock now because of Anheuser-Busch. But like they couldn't get Great Heights Brewing, which is another brewery that I love Love. here in Houston. That's great and it's done by these cool guys that have 
put together this brewery up in Oak Forest and it's awesome and their beer is really good mm-hmm. but that beer you can't probably get in Pennsylvania okay Carbuck beer you might be able to get in Pennsylvania what flavor is that the correct terminology do you like of Carbuck what style style is that style it? let's okay. go style maybe <laughs> yeah that that works or what beer do, do you I like? favorite I do um vice versa is a wheat beer mm-hmm. and I really like that Right now, though, my favorite is probably Love Street, and it's one they've come out with for a while, and it's kind of a another lighter beer. It's kind of a summer refreshing beer. Mm-hmm. They have a great IPA that's called Hopadillo, mm-hmm. which I think I read somewhere that it is like the number one selling IPA in the state of Texas. What does IPA mean? IPA has like a more hoppier taste, like it's a stronger beer taste. Okay. So if you don't love beer... If you don't love the taste of beer, like if you're not like a, like you're not a huge beer drinker. No. You probably wouldn't want to start with an IPA because like it hoppier. would taste mm-hmm. like beer. Okay. Like stronger flavor. How do you spell Carbach? K-A-R-B-A-C-H. Carbach. All right, Laura, my third one. This is a test. Does I the, hope I pass. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, but you probably will. Does the name Joe Alwyn mean anything to you? Yes. What does it mean to you? It's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> and I love it that he's on your list. Am I saying it right? Alwyn or Alwine? I think it's Alwyn. Alwyn? I mean, I knew who it was when you said it. <laughs> okay. Joe Alwyn. A-L-W-Y-N if you're wanting to Google it. And you should. And you should. So Joe, I believe is going to kind of become a shooting star maybe because of Taylor. I can totally see that. He was in two projects, I believe, and I don't even know what they were. They were... One was Dunkirk, wasn't it? No. Oh, Mm -mm. bummer. Um, Two projects, A Sense of an Ending, which I'm not familiar Mm. with, and Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, meaning the guy hadn't been on anything before those two he stepped onto a film set for the first time wow no commercials i wasn't a model as the whatever Mm -hmm. you know burberry guy so he is invited to the met gala by somebody on that billy lynn whatever movie and he meets taylor there they met at the met gala they met at the met gala how do we know laura that they met at the met gala because we love Taylor Swift? No. Well, yes, but her song Dress from Reputation, which is not on the rise, in our opinion. It is not. He is in it. No way. Yeah. He, there's a line about how you had a buzz hair and I was platinum blonde. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they met there. I don't think that's when the romance started. I think that was later on because they went to some sort of party and both were there. With that said, I think we're going to start hearing a lot from him. And I think he's going to start getting a few more gigs. I think so, too. They say he's a pretty decent actor. I think that's great. You know, I mean, I didn't really know Calvin Harris. Right. Before he dated Taylor Swift. And um, I think she wants to marry Joe boy. Mm-hmm. You think they're it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seemed to be playing with Calvin. Yeah. Joe is nowhere out there and they're doing their own thing. I'm pretty sure she lives over in London because he's a British boy. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm calling that Joe, even if they 
even if they do break up, homeboy is going to rise. I think that's a good prediction right there. That's a very good prediction. Thanks. I'm glad you liked it. What's your fourth? My fourth is not as exciting as Taylor Swift's <laughs> boyfriend. But we're going to go with it anyways. <laughs> so I needed a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I was debating between do I get the 8? Do I get the 10? Mm. Do I get the 8? Do I really want the facial recognition? (laughs) I mean, I'm not... That kind of weirded me out a little bit. (laughs) So I was like, I I don't think it's it's a good idea. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then I go to the AT&T store, and sure enough, Andy at the AT&T store convinced me in to getting the 10. (laughs) And I was like, you're right. I mean, if I'm going to get a new phone, I might as well go for the best, right? (laughs) So I got the 10. I really liked it. It's great. The 10 is great. Okay. Facial recognition... um, only weirded me out for like one day. Yeah. And then after that, you're totally used to it. Okay. And it's not like it like follows you. Like it can't like look at you from across the room. You've got to look straight at it for it to open, which I think makes me feel better about it. But so I, so, so I like the 10. I, I didn't really fully utilize the 10 mm-hmm. until this past weekend. Okay. I'm ready for it. And I know where you're going. This past weekend, I was out at the rodeo with a good friend of mine, Natalie, who also has the 10. And... She took a picture and she sent it to me. It took a picture of me, actually the two of us yeah. on a Ferris wheel yeah. and sent it to me and said, oh, look, look at how great this picture is. And I was like, oh my goodness, that may be the best picture I've ever seen. <laughs> Ooh, <it> looks awesome. <laughs> that looks so good. <laughs> it's great lighting. It's great everything. How, how did you do this? I mean, I just look good today. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, mm-hmm. it's the portrait setting. Yeah. Portrait setting. Portrait setting on the iPhone 10, it's life changing. Is it so on then, the 8 too or just I think the it's 10? on the 8 plus. Okay. And I think it might be on the 8 as well. Okay, because I covet your portrait setting. It's incredible. So since then, we've been around for the last like week, I guess, mm-hmm. t- taking pictures of random other things or friends of ours or people will say, like, oh, take a picture. And we always say, let me take it with my 10. Mm-hmm. Let me take it with my mm-hmm. 10 because we have the portrait setting and it is really great. Natalie was saying that it's so great because it takes like two pictures, mm-hmm. like split second apart. And yeah. so one is the kind of foreground, like, yeah, the, the foreground and the background. And so then they smish it together. It looks yeah. good though. Yeah, it does look good. Now there are some limitations to it. Like you can only, you can't take it from right. super far away. Right, right. You can't take it from super up close. It has to be like just the right distance away. So our friend Emery, whose team lost to North Carolina, lost to the Aggies. Whoop! <laughs> during don't edit that out. <laughs> Needs to stay in <laughs> during the tournament. So she came over on Friday, Thursday, and we had to go in the backyard with her Aggie shirt on so she could change her Facebook profile pic. And you took it in the portrait setting, and it looks good. She should have framed it, but she won't because she's in an Aggie shirt. But and she she's given a gigum. Yeah, she should have. But it's don't worry so if good. anyone wants to see it. Just search for her on Facebook because it'll be up for the next four weeks. That's right. She's a number one Aggie fan for the next four weeks. And then we were at Round Top at my book signing this weekend. And That's you right. took a portrait picture of me a couple of times, but man, of the pie. And the we pie and the cover of the book. And it looked good. <laughs> oh, so good. What kind of pie was that? That was junk berry. No, oh. that was sweet and salty. It was. God, that was good pie, man. That that would be on the rise if they hadn't been around forever. That's right. Mm-hmm. Junk berry pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, I like junk berry. You liked the sweet. I like the salty. sweet and salty. And I like the blueberry lemon. And I liked 
something else too but texas trash there's a rhubarb one i mean they're all good they're all good royer's pie haven if you're ever in round top texas and our good friend tara was over there anyway it was great so portrait setting pie and life-changing portrait (laughs) setting (laughs) if we're ever together it's your phone every single time that's right if you're near i will come get your phone you can even do it with selfies really you can do the portrait setting with a selfie we're gonna have to try that out that's Mm. right such a good setting. I'm sad. It almost makes me want to go get a new phone. No, I'll hold out just a little longer. <laughs> I just don't have that kind of cash. All right. My last one is very exciting. Um, I think it might be a little controversial on Ooh. it being on the rise, but you just have to go with me here. Okay. Does the name Meghan Markle mean anything to you? Oh, yes, it does. Megan, Who is Megan, Laura? I mean... Megan is living out every American girl's <laughs> dream right here. She's my hero. She's Canadian, too. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Every North American girl's <laughs> every dream. Every North American girl's oh. dream. Who's she engaged to? Harry, of yes, course. Prince Harry. So we knew Megan. The cute Prince oh Harry, who's so sweet and funny and I've generous been rooting and nice. For him. And, oh, yeah. And I care i don't care i don't care what people say about megan and how oh she's got a messy bun she can't do that in the mm -mm. nope i'm rooting for megan i'm rooting for megan and harry to shake things up i agree you know what i mean and i think it's great that she waves her own way yes she waves her own wave she she wore something that was a little too short which i sort of get that but the messy bun i was like come on royal family um she's biracial and that was a big, and then I think her dad's Jewish, and that was a big, but Harry's like, don't care, don't care, Granny, can I have your permission? And she was like, yes, you can, And grandson. I love that. It's shaking up yes. the royal family. It's great for love the royal it. family. But we knew Megan from Suits. Love Suits. Because we watched Suits, so we kind of knew who she was. Well, we definitely knew we who knew she was. We knew who she was. So I'm, I'm rising star this for the other people who don't know. And who she was before. I think she is going to rise. I, do too. I think she's. This is just the beginning of her career. This was a good pick. I want her to be best friends with Kate, and I think they are. I'm just going to say they are. I They're they neighbors are. on the grounds. Aww, yeah, that's the cottage so and the house or whatever. I'm a little too obsessed with them, but it's okay because I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night to watch their wedding. Will you? Absolutely. It's May 19th, but I don't. Well, I don't know think if, we have to wake up in the middle of the night. Do we not? I don't no. know when that is. I don't think, I think it's going to be like during the day. I mean, the Today Show hosts told me that I could watch it on the Today Show. And so I don't think it would be like late in the morning. I think it's going to be our early morning and their afternoon. I can't wait. There's all sorts of what kind of tiara is she going to wear? Can you even imagine? This is so fun. Oh, I love it so much. So she's she's my last one on the rise. Okay. And I like William and Kate and their cute kids who are going to be very cute, like flower girls. Oh, and yeah. Ring bearers. And sure, so it's sure. going to be fun. And um, she's supposed to have the baby. Kate's supposed to have the baby oh. before this wedding. I think the baby's due in April. But That's wouldn't good. that be great if she had it at the wedding? <laughs> she won't. <laughs> she's not like going then to. Then I'm sure. I Kate... think they can time that. Oh, like my they're gosh. the royals, please. Oh, my gosh. Kate being Kate, she's going to be back to a size four exactly by the time the wedding comes around and all her adorable children are gonna throw rose petals they probably can't do that in the church anyway it's fine 
Um, we will definitely do a podcast. Ooh. On a royal wedding. That's going to be so and much fun. And because we watched The Crown, I feel like we're pretty much experts. Yes. Because there was that one time where we said, who has to die in order for Harry That's right. to be king? That's right. So we need the um, his dad and William and his whole family. Aww. Just one big... And then Harry's in. That's right. With Megan. Aww. And they're cheerings. It's going to be That'd so be great. so fun. I mean, I don't wish that on anything. No, But no. that's what has to happen in order for it to happen. So, which is why I think Harry is going, yeah, let's do, let's just save the world together. So, she's doing her um, Time's Up stuff. And she's, I think, big with animals, maybe. Mm. And he's doing all the things that his mother started. And he's continuing Love on. That. Africa. Oh. Didn't they go on like their like yes, second date to their Africa? Their second date was in Africa. I think you told me that. So That's sweet. So awesome. Because they had to get away to the middle of nowhere. And so they camped for three weeks. Now, what does royal camping huh. look like? Glamping, I for sure. Assume. It's got to be glamping. We've got some glamping and some running water somewhere. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's but, no way they're like rolling the sleeping bag out on the floor. I also, but maybe they are. I was about to say, I also think Megan could hang. If there I think wasn't she could. glamping, I think she totally she's could. Beautiful. All right. Last thing we're gonna do is we're gonna get a little Eastery on here. What's your favorite Easter candy? What would you like to see on the rise for Easter candy? If people listening, what would you want to be boosted the most? It's kind of an unconventional one because I don't like a lot of the conventional candy okay. for Easter. So I like more traditional things like Dove Easter bunnies. <laughs> That's what I pick. You, I mean, you're you're gonna ask me. That's what I'm gonna pick. I love Dove okay. chocolate, okay. and I love Dove Easter bunnies. They're Dove. solid Dove, like chocolate, a milk Easter chocolate bunny. or a dark chocolate. I'd take either, but okay. I prefer dark. But I would take milk. I knew you were dark. Um, like like above just any other chocolate, like a Hershey Kiss. You're like, mm-hmm, oh, give me a Dove. Yes, okay. absolutely. Or the, the Dove chocolate, I think, is richer and smoother than a Hershey mm, Kiss. It's mm. just not the same. Now, I mean, I also like the Easter flavor um, M&M's that we just put out. Now, Easter flavor M&M's, <laughs> you might be thinking, whoa, what is that, Laura? What are Easter flavored M&M's? They're just milk chocolate M&M's with Easter colors. They taste good, though. <laughs> if you had to choose between the Dove or the M&M's, which one would you choose? M&M's. If you had because to I could just pick them up and eat them just as I walked by the dish that's sitting on our coffee table. None of that unwrapping business. Uh-uh, no unwrapping. You just grab a little couple, pop them in your mouth. Mm, if you good. had to choose between... Melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Red... Yes. <laughs> okay. If you had to choose between red jelly bean, Starburst jelly beans, just reds, or M&M's, which would you pick? And do you believe just red should be a Valentine thing or dip into Easter? I think it should be a year-round thing because they're incredible. And I I would say jelly beans. Okay. All right. Are you a fan of the peep? I am not a fan of the peep. I am not a fan of the peep And that's what I was saying. I feel like when you say your favorite Easter candy, it should be peeps Mm because everybody loves peeps. I just don't like peeps. Now, I can eat a Cadbury cream egg for days Ooh, is that your favorite i would say because it's only around easter you can't get it any other time so you have to hoard them like i do and nice. they'll last me maybe through you know first of june <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time but that's great 
<laughs> do you do you have to put them in the refrigerator to keep them? No. Uh-uh. I just keep them out. I keep them in a little Ziploc baggie. Keep them hidden so I can't see them all the time. Because now Cadbury cream eggs, for the last couple of years, they have teeny ones that you can just pop in your mouth. You gave me the, a teeny one, I think. One. Yeah, did I waste it on you? Yeah, I'm and sure I didn't I did. really love it. Because mm-hmm. you're not a York peppermint uh-uh. patty person either. I'm not. Mm, no. Okay, Easter song. What is your favorite Easter song? And we're not talking Here Comes Peter Cottontail or anything like that. I know. Like I mean, like... What did you grow up singing in the church on Easter Sunday morning that you loved? Old Rugged Cross. Mm-hmm. That was probably one. It's a good one. Um, because He Lives. Yes, He Does. And He Does Live. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Did y'all ever sing Up From the Gravy oh, Rose? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, Up From the Gravy Rose. He rose. That's I love it. good. Um... Chris Tomlin has a good one called Love Ran Red. That was a I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. It's a, I guess, a contemporary worship one that I like. I like um, Christ Alone. Yes. I mean, we sing that other times other than Easter, but. Means a a different, a little bit different on Easter. Did you ever know the Easter song by Keith Green? It's no, from the but 70s. I hope you're going to sing it for no, me. No, I don't know enough <laughs> to sing it. I don't know enough to sing it. Um, I Will Rise. Do you know that one from Chris Tomlin? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, yeah, you said In Christ Alone, right? Yeah. And Because He Lives. I think those are a good one. He's Alive. Have you ever heard of that one? Can you sing a little kind bit of, It's kind You know of. you want to. <laughs> Do you know who the Gaithers are? No. <laughs> No. My dad loves the Gaithers. Are they a rising star, too, I should write down? <laughs> they're like one foot in the grave, people, because Aww. they've been around for so but long. But they're, they're legacies right they there. They are. They are just legacies. It's so great. But um, I would I would say, listen to He's Alive. He's Alive. But all of this to say, I have an Easter playlist on Ooh. the website. So you can check that out. It's a Spotify playlist, and it's about three and a half hours of your favorite Easter music. <laughs> That's so awesome. I also really like today at church we sang Hosanna. Yeah. And that was like a little Palm Sunday yes, song. Yes, it was. Which I liked. That was good. You should add that to your playlist. I will. Now, do you get all weird in the weeds of Good Friday versus Palm Sunday versus he is in the grave versus he has risen? Do you care what's on Easter Easter that you listen to? Because you want the he's risen part, not... Well, in church, yeah, I want the he is risen part. Right. I want the up from the grave. Right. But like for a playlist or other We're things I'm listening to, I'm okay. good with listening to any of those. All right. Um, well, I, I like that. And I, but I like a little bit of the Palm Sunday mm-hmm. ritual and the Holy Thursday and Good Friday. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think it's kind of cool. I, I like it. Too. I teach. Um, sometimes I teach three year olds, depending on the week at. Sunday school at our church and I really like it because they make palm branches and today I didn't teach but I saw a bunch of the kids had like cute little branches do you know what they do for Easter no No. (laughs) I don't I should be teaching on Easter Sunday but if you know of a sub let me know Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray or the blog at IHateGreenBeans.com. 
It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes with a five-star review. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.